Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My name is Melissa Wallace and I am joined live and in studio, well in our studio here at 19 Madakeset Street, Boston Connect Real Estate, the one and only Sharon McNamara. Good morning. She's running back to her microphone. Yeah, yes, I'm doing a little multitasking here, so good morning. Good yes. morning. Yeah, we've had a busy morning today. Yeah, you want to tell everybody what's going on out in our front yard? Yeah, so we are having a yard sale. Um, we have been here since 7 a.m. this morning setting up, um, but we are, uh, So I wanted to say we are live, but we, I guess we are. We're, we're live here at Boston Connect Real Estate, 19 Mattachese Street, in the heart of Pembroke. Um, we are doing a pay what you can. So bring a can, pay what you can. Um, We are collecting donations for the Pembroke Firehouse Food Pantry and for My Brother's Keeper. Um, We've done this yard sale before, so all of the proceeds will go to both of those um, establishments. Oh, hello. And we have a little guest in here, too. Um, Yeah, but we've been working away. We have tons of stuff still here at the office. Um, So if you bring canned goods, you sort of name your price. Whatever you want to pay, we'll let you pay it. If it's a dollar, great. If it's a million dollars, fabulous. But And I hope that people are being... Yes. They are so generous. And somebody just said something behind me. So, Kristen, come back here. Um, We do have a couple of our agents here. Um, I have Kristen Howled, who just did the show with me a couple shows ago. Um, But she is a veteran here. She's a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she's been helping out. Hello, Kristen. Hello. Hello, Sharon. (laughs) Um, Tell everybody a little bit about our yard sale today. So, our yard sale today to benefit, I thought. Okay, I'll I'll coach you through it. To benefit <laughs> the Pembroke Firehouse Food Pantry and um, my brother's keeper. Yep. So last year we had a great. Um, 
we had a great turnout. It was right before Thanksgiving, yeah. which kind of did this whole um, momentum. And we were able to, how many baskets did we So do? we had a goal. So last time we did this was around Thanksgiving time. Um, so My Brother's Keeper, they provide um, turkeys to yep. families in yep. need um, during Thanksgiving time. Um, and so we had volunteered there and put together some um, boxes that were being delivered because they do food deliveries every week, isn't it? Every week. Yeah, yeah. every week. We have done that a couple times. Um, and uh, My kids went to Cardinal Spellman and part of their service ministry is that they do um, baskets, laundry baskets filled yeah. with everything. Talk um, better. Yeah. Yeah, much better. Um, uh, turkey. Well, no, my brother's keeper provides the turkey. We do everything else. And yeah. we started off with a small goal of five families. Yeah, we just wanted to feed five families. Um, but because of all of the generous donations that we got, um, at Thanksgiving time for our last yard sale, we were able to do 10 baskets. 10 so we baskets. doubled our goal. Um, so we drove to My Brother's Keeper a day that we were um, volunteering and we delivered the 10 um, baskets. But Kristen and I had so much fun. We were, uh, we took, we, we divided the proceeds. So we took half of the proceeds, gave that to um, the Pembroke Firehouse Food Pantry and the other half we went and we bought everything that we needed for those baskets. And what was awesome is Firehouse Food Pantry was able to tell us what they needed, yeah, which was much nicer. Yeah. We were able to get them what they needed, and then we were able to go shopping. But we were, we went to Christmas tree shop last year, and it's closed. Oh yeah. So the reason why we went to the Christmas tree shop is because we bought like we we're thinking of other things too. So it's not just having you know the meal. It's also you know, having the the nice tablecloth, the napkins, the the um, baster, yep. the pan, that everything. Like, there's so much more that goes into Thanksgiving dinner than than just the food. So we wanted to bring something a little special to our ten families. Um, so we we got them nice cloth napkins. We got them little um, decorations, little decor yeah. like everything things. Yeah, it, things that you you know wouldn't be purchasing, but it still makes a really nice nice, mm -hmm. um, you know, day. And we, we hope we made a nice yeah. day for those 10 families. But there was a um, theology teacher at Spelman, Miss Q, who was so awesome. And that was kind of her. She spearheaded that with, mm -hmm. um, you know, making it not just about the meal, but also about um, having a nice tablecloth yeah. and nice, you know, napkins and things that went along with well, that. Well, part, part of the reason why we wanted to do that is when we had volunteered um, at My Brother's Keeper before and we were talking about, oh, how can we contribute to Thanksgiving? You know, they did mention to us, you know, some of these families don't have these types of things. They don't have, um, you know, the pan. So we were like, well, how are they going to cook the turkey that you're giving them? Like, they don't have the, uh, we did the thermometers. Like, yeah, we, we did, did everything. Um, and what you know. would be nice this year is maybe we'll have a little slush fund and we can um, eventually do some Christmas stuff. So it's, yeah, it can it can span. Yeah, because you've gone the generosity there and, can span. Yeah, you've gone there and um, wrapped. But wrapped. my family, we adopt a family every year um, and we shop for them. My kids, when they were little, always wanted to. We would go and shop at my brother's keeper and wrap, but my kids always wanted to get them what they wanted. Yeah. So then we started. And even when times were tough, we always did it. My kids always remind me that yeah. that's part of why they like to give is because we did it when we didn't really have it. But yeah. it was important for me to show yeah. them that even when 
you know, we don't have excess, it's important to give. So Absolutely. that's what we're doing today. So if you guys want to come down, we have what time? Yeah, we, we're, we're oh, we have plenty just, of time. Yeah, it's just about 10, 15, and we're going to be here till 12. Um, everything We thought it was going to rain, so we brought everything on the porch, and now we're bringing it back out into the front yeah. yard. There's a ton of books. If there are any book lovers, we have lots of books, lots of CDs, a lot of classical. Seasonal decor. Seasonal decor. Yeah. Some nice um, vintage, like, um, I don't know. Chairs. Uh, yes, Cheers. we have. We have another full-time agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Ginny. We have Ginny Wandel. Take over. Ginny, come on in. Okay, thanks, Kristen. Thank <laughs> Kristen's Sorry. going back out there. I promise the show is not just about our yard sale, but that's sort of where we're starting. I think uh, yeah. Sharon's eating her breakfast. So, um, Ginny, you actually have two things. So, briefly about um, the yard sale, and then you have a new listing that you want to promote as well, correct? I do. Okay. Hi. Good morning. So, um, morning? you have been here since 7 a.m. as well yeah. and getting ready. Um, but we we're here till twelve. Um, come, we do take cash. So if you don't bring any canned goods, we'll, we take cash. Again, that's all being donated to the Pembroke Firehouse Food Pantry and my brother's keeper. Um, but again, it's pay what you can. Bring a can, pay what you can. So if you bring non-perishable food items, we give you a ticket, and you essentially yeah. just tell us how much you want to pay for something. So. Yeah, you're going to name your price. Name your price. It's all going to a great place. Um, hopefully, it'll enhance your home. Or if you yeah. do like me, um, I'm thinking of other relatives, yeah. children of mine. Yeah. So shop for somebody else. Yeah, shop. Come on down and shop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you do have a new listing, so why don't you I tell do. everybody, because you are leaving a little bit early today to go yeah. do an open house, so why don't you promote that to yeah. all of our listeners? So I will be at 12 o'clock um, at a beautiful colonial um, on 92 Litchfield Lane. Nice. In Hanson. Um, so this property is lovely location. All the bells and whistles. Um I know everybody's looking for their shiny kitchen, and you have that. You also have um, plenty of open space for gathering, the pool, a sun deck, um, three-season porch, just soaring ceilings. It's lovely. Yeah. But I have to be honest. I never knew what an automatic lawn mowing system was. I saw that in your listing description, and I was like, what is that? I didn't know either. So here's a quick story. I went to the house, and I saw, oh, that's nice. They have this painted American flag rock. Gee, that's nice. It's, you know, 4th of July. And I went inside, and I think we were talking about ice cream and how hot it is to do work outside. And I look outside the window, Mm -hmm. and the American flag rock is rolling across the front lawn. And I looked and I said, guys, what is that? What is that? And then I learned about, not only can they also have the, what is it called? Roomba. Oh, well, Roomba. For inside. Yeah. Yeah. They have a Husqvarna system for outside. So that's my favorite. It's listed at $7.99. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. If you're seeing others along your way today, other open houses, I'm pretty sure this would be a good stop for you. There's nothing like end of the cul-de-sac yeah. neighborhood. Oh, nice. I didn't realize it was in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So um, Stonewall Estates. Stonewall Estates. Lovely place yeah. to live. Yeah. Give the address one more time and when you are going to be there today. So today at 92 Litchfield Lane in Hanson, 12 to 2. And tomorrow, same place, different time, 11 <laughs> to 1. So I hope you'll come and Perfect. see me. Um, yeah. And, you know, we can talk real estate stuff. It's always nice. fun, and there's nice air conditioning. Ooh. Yeah. 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 You sold me on that. So come look over the pool. Come come sit in the air conditioning. It's... <laughs> 
Yeah. Quite, quite the place. Wait, can we sit in the pool if we come? <laughs> I, I will do that with you. I think there's some rule maybe, about letting the general public. Maybe afterwards. Well, thank you so much. I yeah. do have one more person who's going to come in here and promote her open house today. But thank you, yeah. Jenny. And I will see you back out there in the trenches. It is, it is so fun. It is fun. Lovely to be here. Okay, back to work, All Jenny. Right. Bye, kids. Gotta sell some Go sell some stuff out there. Sell some stuff. Um, I do have another agent who is joining me right now, Michelle Fay. She is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she also has a new listing. This one is in Pembroke, right, Michelle? Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Tell us a little bit about your listing and when you're doing open houses over there. Uh, my listing's over at 46 Woodbine Ave in Pembroke, right on Little Sandy Bottom. And I'm um, doing an open house today and tomorrow from 11 to 1. Nice. Yes. And tell us a little bit about the house. I, uh, Sharon and I went to your commuter open house, what, Thursday night? Yes. Thursday night? Yeah. So cute. Yeah. And it's right on the water. Right on the water, right. You have yeah. Beautiful views. Of- you can, uh, could you dive off your back? No. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> there's a dock you can swim out to and then you right. dive yeah. Out. yeah, yeah. Swim out to the dock. Don't drive up. Don't, don't do what I want to do. Um, but, yeah, it took some really great pictures of the water yep. out there. It's really nice. It must have really great sunsets. It or, does. Uh, yeah. Yep. Picturesque views. And you can yeah. kayak there. You can paddleboard. You can fish. Swim. So fully recreational. Yeah, no, no paddle boats. But, yeah, but paddle boats are the um, you know boat. the ones you did. Yeah, you got to put in feet. some work. <laughs> you can't have a motor do it. You got to put in a little bit of work. <laughs> um, yeah, it was such a great little neighborhood over yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and there were um, you know a bunch of people outside, you know, walking around, just enjoying life, enjoying yeah. summer, and that's just such like it's it it felt like a sense of community down there. Yeah, um, all so, the neighbors came by. Yeah, just check it out. So yeah, it nice. I know when I was there, I think one of your neighbors one of the neighbors had come in uh, when Sharon and I were there, and we were having some lemonade. Are you having lemonade yes, today? Yes, Oh, lemonade. yeah, so if you want some pink lemonade, again, what's the address? 46 Woodbine Ave. 46 Woodbine Ave. Yeah. You can bring your bathing suit. Oh, yeah, I know. You can, you can go to the open house and then want. jump right into the water. Yeah. Um, okay, well, anything else you want to say about your listing? Anything Just come else? come on down and yeah. check it out. Okay, perfect. Right. Well, thanks so Thank much, you. Michelle. Good luck. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm like holding everybody hostage over here. <laughs> Sharon, are you ready to join me? We, oh, we're going to talk about our show. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm so excited that we get the opportunity to do that yeah. here with the agents as they're out there working so hard. And I love that. I have to you know, give a couple shout-outs, too, to our agents. Let's just make this all about us today. And um, I just wanted to, you know, one, I mean, our agents are doing this. They're volunteering their time. They put this together with you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about giving back, which is so important. So um, I'm really proud of them for doing that. The other thing is, is Emmy Flaherty, who is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, she had two events here at the office uh, this week. And um, with Samantha Hajar Rajar. I can't say her last name. <laughs> I can't say for she's Sorry. from she's from Radius. <laughs> she's from Radius Mortgage, but I cannot say her last name, but it is Samantha. Uh, but they are the dynamic duo and they do such a great job with um you know, with their events. Talk about the event, because you were here longer than me. I had to go to the master plan meeting for yeah. the town of Pembroke. Well, so. the first one that they did was Wednesday night. They do a book club. So if anybody's interested in joining a book club, you can reach out to Emmy Flaherty. Her contact information is on bostonconnect.com. Um, she does that with Samantha. We don't know how to say her last name <laughs> from Radius Mortgage. Um, but... 
uh, the second one, so on Thursday, she it's called it was called Midsummer Night's Dream, I think it was called, um, and it was so cute. It was like an like an outdoor little shopping area. So uh, a few local vendors came. There was um, candle making. We got to make a candle for free. We got to pick our own scent and everything. That was super fun. There was permanent jewelry. Um, there was a super cute bar cart. Um, they had converted a horse trailer into a bar, and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and they had specialty cocktails. One was the Boston Connect. One was the Radius. Um, there was a uh, little truck this cart that you could pick uh, flowers, flowers and make your own bouquet. Yeah, that I so did that. Cute. That was a horse. Um, wasn't it an old horse? That was the bar. Oh, that was the bar. Okay. Yep. Um, they had um, cookies. Like the woman who does the cookie um, class was here. Um, she had a table. There was a table I went to um, that I bought something from. Uh, it's escape, escaping me the name of the, the company. But um, she does like a lot of like... You know, those, like, weighted things that you can put on your shoulders, put on your eyes, and you're on your... Oh, yeah. So I can stuff your aromatherapy. Too, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, bought the, I bought the large one. Yeah. Um, it just had so many great vendors. Um, somebody who made, like, homemade dog treats and, um, you know, brownies and stuff. Uh, there was jewelry. There were birdhouses. Somebody local who makes birdhouses. It was basically a farmer's market that she had. It was like a farmer's market here at the office, and it was so, so stinky. And cute, and mm-hmm. um, we did tarot card reading, and there was massages. There was just so much going on, and we just went from one place to the next. I kept saying, "I feel like I'm shopping at the mall. It's like the cutest thing ever." It was right in our front yard. Um, so again, um, Emmy Flaherty had that event with uh, Samantha, and it was it was great. Yeah, I was here pretty much the entire time. Yeah, it was um, it was really fun. I had to take off. Um, I had to go to a master plan meeting. Uh, for the town of Pembroke, which was great. But one of the things I said and one of the things that was important, like that I noticed was every I went up to all the vendors. I was trying to introduce myself to all the vendors and they were so appreciative of having this opportunity to sort of showcase their, you know, what they make and in their art. So um, and their crafts and everything that they did, lots of cookies and brown. I had a brownie. It was delicious. Um, So, yeah, it was really nice to do that. So I told Emmy, I said, I think you should be doing that like once a week in the summer. Yeah, I know that she had posted in Pembroke Connect about it. um, And there were a ton of comments saying, I hope you do this again. I couldn't make it, but I hope you do it again. Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, I think she's definitely planning on doing one of those again. Mm -hmm. So um, And we'll promote it for her as well. Yeah, awesome. And I know that you had uh, given the agents uh, opportunity um, you know, to discuss their listings. And I figure since we're at 1023 right now, I will talk about a couple of listings that I have. So sure. um, we'll just have the last half hour, I guess, to discuss what where uh, our topic is. But um, so I have one in Duxbury, and that is on Ledgewood Road or Drive or... I don't even know. Is it? It's Ledgewood. <laughs> We're going to go with that right now. Um, and that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful home. It's a four-bedroom colonial. Uh, she has done so many wonderful updates. I was actually their agent uh, when they originally purchased, and um, she is selling her house now. So um, 
it's wonderful. So that is on the market for $1.1 million in Duxbury. That is a great deal for that house. So if you want to see that, you can get in touch with me, 781-294-4848. And I also have a couple of uh, subdivisions that I want to discuss. So one of them is Cochisit Estates. That is located in West Bridgewater. That is a mixture of both single-family and uh, duplexes. So we're calling those attached um, homes. They're, they're very, very large, and uh, we have several different styles of single-family homes and um, the the duplexes as well, and those are a range of prices there. So um, if you are looking for new construction, and I know I know one of our agents, Ginny, who was just in here, she had a listing in Weymouth that didn't even make it to the weekend and had 15 offers on it. So um, if you're tired of that buyer fatigue and the bidding war uh, and you feel like you can't compete, well... If you can't find your dream home, you can build it with us. So uh, get in touch with us, 781-294-4848. And the other one is hot off the press. So this is going to be going live in MLS. So uh, you are getting a sneak peek here with me today. Uh, It is called Cushing Trails, and that is located off of Spring Street in Hanson. Uh, Very easy to get to. So Spring Street is right off of 58 in Hanson. Uh, and you can go right to Cushing Trails, and those are going to be, we have 40 uh, duplexes that are going to be there. So the names of the units. So we have two-bedroom units and three-bedroom units. We have some with one-car garage and some with two-car garage. So they're sort of like a small, medium, and large, and the names of each one of those units and those styles, one um, is going to be the Whitman, one is going to be the Hanson, and one is going to be the Pembroke. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So the Whitman, Hanson, and Pembroke. So um, if you want more information on that, please give me a call, and I can give you uh, all the information. Those will be starting at 570. And the larger units or the two-car garage units will be starting at 6.30. So, um, it's yeah, it's exciting. We were down there. It's so fun to go in new construction, like when the first ones are being made that are going to be our models, because we get to say, uh-uh, we don't like where that wall is. We don't like this. We don't mm-hmm. like that. Can you move that? Move the staircase. Do these types of things. So, uh, yeah, we're really excited about that, and hopefully we'll be rolling it out. If you want to go to uh, West Bridgewater for that, uh, you can go to Live Cochisit Estates and uh, .com, and you'll be able to find all the information on that. And I'll be working on the new website for Cushing Trails this upcoming week. Mm. I, are you keeping Cushing Trails? Because I know that yeah. there was a... Okay. Yep. So we are keeping Cushing Trails. And Cushing Trails... Cushing has a deep... The name Cushing has a deep uh, connection to Hanson and Pembroke, actually, the Cushing family and uh, the relatives of them. So one of the streets is going to be called... I think it's Hayward, and the other one is Hayford. And I can't say Hayford. And I said, please don't make Hayward this Hayward and Hayford? Yeah, I said, please don't make this girl say Hayford. <laughs> Hayford. 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 Uh-huh. Um, yeah, trail. So, yeah, we're really excited about those. They're coming out nice. And they're huge. They're mm. really, really big inside. So Yeah, every time I drive down Spring Street, I see that. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, one day there was nothing up, and then there was something. And I was like, oh. Yeah. 
Those okay. are really, really nice. I'm, I'm really excited about those. So, yeah. again, you can get in touch with me. I am a full-time real estate agent. <laughs> yes, you are. You are. Well, you're the broker owner at Boston Connect Real Estate, but you also sell real estate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you always say, I have two hats. Yes. I, I have two teams. I have two minds. I have mm-hmm. two everything. So um, you are selling real estate and um, obviously... Always looking for business. Absolutely. And Mary, by the way, my team member, is actually at Cochise Estates today and tomorrow from, what what time is she there? 10 to 3? 11 to 3. Oh, 11 to 3. So you can find Mary there, and she can give you a a lot of information. we got three, uh, I think, three reservations this week. Two for sure, and one was a possibility, but I think that that one came through too. So Excellent. Yeah. So Yeah, moving right along over there. We are for sure. Yeah, so, so we do have a topic today. We do have a topic, but <laughs> and you, you came up with it, so you are the one who's going to be spearheading this show. But. Okay, yeah, and it's a, I really love this topic, and I feel like we I was excited about doing it on a Saturday because we have more time on Saturday than we do on Tuesday. But I know for sure we probably will not finish what we're going to be talking about today, so we will continue the topic on Tuesday. But uh, George, why don't we? Do you have Do you have anything prepped for us to take maybe a ten thirty break? Yes, I do. All right, perfect. Well, why don't we take that just a few seconds early here, and when we come back, we will uh, let you know that our topic is home is where the heart is in navigating the emotional journey of selling your home. So uh, with this being the biggest financial investment that people have, it's not just the financial aspect and pieces of it. There's a lot of other emotions that people go through when they are selling their home. So we're going to uncover those when we come back. So we'll see you soon. Let's face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you ready to pay your own mortgage rather than somebody else's? Are you looking forward to living under your own roof? Do you often dream about buying your first home, but you're not sure where to begin? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am Sharon McNamara. Again, I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, and I am here today with Melissa Wallace, who is the director of operations and uh, also of broker relations. So she is my right-hand girl for everything that I do in my life. Um, And we took the first half hour just to sort of talk about community and different things that are going on. So we're having a big yard sale down here. It's all for charity. All the proceeds will be going to the uh, Pembroke Firehouse Food Pantry or um, the cash. The food will be going there and cash will be going to my brother's keeper. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, There's just one more open house I just want to promote a little bit. 116 Valley Street in Pembroke. Matt Mahoney will be there today from 10 to 12. Mm -hmm. Again, 116 Valley Street in Pembroke. I love Valley Street. I think it's such a great, Mm -hmm. like, I just, it almost reminds me of, like, Taylor Street in a way. Like, you know how Taylor Street is very, like, 
Mm-hmm. What do you say always with Taylor Street? It's like very West New England. Down. Yeah. When I close my eyes and like after a snow and if I close my eyes after a snowstorm and thought of West Elm Street, like that's what I think that people picture West yeah. Elm Street at like yeah. what West Coast yeah. Elm Street is. Um, so again, 116 Valley Street in Pembroke today from 10 to 12. Matt Mahoney. Perfect. So our topic today is uh, home is where the heart is and just navigating the emotional journey when you are selling your home. And I know uh, on Tuesday we did have Anthony here from um, Anthony's Junk Removal. And we were just talking about getting rid of, you know, Junk. He's a yeah. junk remover guy, and I all I felt. I hate so, the word junk, but like it's in his title, so that's, <laughs> like yeah, and that's what brought me to this idea of this topic today because it really isn't junk, and there is a lot of emotion that goes along with you know decluttering your home. Like even today, you know, a lot of the items that we're selling out there today, again, all for charity, is you know those are items that came from people's homes that they didn't know what to do with, and they yeah. didn't want to get rid of them. So um, we're just gonna you know veer off of slightly off the beaten path of what we uh, usually talk about, contracts and closings, and uh, we're going to explore um, more of the emotional journey. So yeah. uh, here you, you go. my agenda. I know. I just took that page because uh, <laughs> yeah. Kristen took my first page. So, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, everything that we have here at our yard sale, and it looks like there's a lot of people outside too, which is great, um, mm-hmm. that it came from someone's home. So at some point, somebody loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody wanted that in their home. Um, a lot of the people who um, were generous to donate their things were moving, and they were right-sizing, and they just didn't have the room for it. Um, but mm-hmm. it looks like people are finding some things that um, they are going to love at their own home now. So Yeah. And, you know, thinking about the emotional aspects of selling the home, I know in... I guess maybe I'll, I'll talk about some of the other points and then we might have to save some of this for Tuesday, but it's not just the financial transaction. It's also a significant emotional event that involves various processes and procedures, right? Um, so we're just going to talk about some of the emotional aspects uh, during the process. So first, the first and foremost, which we're going to really dive in deep about is preparing your house for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, you know, the whole process, you know, the first few items that I want to discuss quickly are basically you know it is the process of selling Mm -hmm. the house it's stressful yeah it's i think it's not just like physically getting everything out it's like emotionally getting everything out too Mm -hmm. so again it's the things that like have been loved um in a home and Mm -hmm. getting rid of those a lot of you know i'm certainly attached to certain things and i don't want to get rid of them but i know that like if it's been in a box for 10 years i probably won't use it Mm -hmm. if it still has the tags on it i probably won't wear it Mm -hmm. like but there's just some sort of like it's almost like sometimes when I go shopping and I'm like, I have to have it because I don't want somebody else to have it. But then, like, it just hangs in my closet. That's why I'm a big returner. I will return I things. Too. Mary does not return anything. I return things. Like, just, I'm well, fine. Mary must be made of money then, huh? Well, I always have to be like, Mary, you have to return that. Mary, you have to return uh-huh. that. Um and yeah. now it's like if it's home stuff, I'm like I'll buy it off of you now. Yeah. I don't have any. I'm like I, I, I don't have anything. Um, so you know, it's it's definitely it's an emotional thing. You some mm-hmm. people are emotionally attached to items. Yeah, and, and I'm going to talk about that even more. The psychology of all of that and the psychological aspects that go along with that too. But just for the the process itself, so we have one is preparing your home, right? Then listing your house, and it's like when you see your house listed, I think that people emotions it triggers something at that point too don't you think it's like oh my gosh this is real yeah I mean everybody sort of has 
their own process. Um, you know, generally we like to put a sign in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a for sale sign. We do signs that are for open houses. Um, we have riders that go on our signs that sort of let everybody know sort of where we're at in the process, whether it's an open house or it has an accepted offer, it's sold. But that is like something that's that's a that's something that you're visibly able to see, you know, and it's like a it's like a reminder. Some mm-hmm. people don't want to sign because, you know, they don't want it, it for many different reasons. They don't want their neighbors to know. But it's like you houses on the market. People are going to know. People are going to know as soon as you click. You, as, they're yeah. going to be on Realtor.com and they're going to yeah. know. But I also think that the emotional aspect of seeing the sign, which makes it real, is, you know, for some of the circumstances why people are listing their homes, it may be because of a divorce. It may be because of a death of a family member or a loved one. Mm -hmm. So looking at that sign every time you come home is that constant reminder of that, right? So um, I also want to let our listeners know we are live today uh, on WATD, of course, 95.9. And uh, you can call George is with us. George, I didn't even I didn't even say hello to you this morning. That is so weird, isn't it? Because I always say hello, George. Oh, I did off the air. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but no so. one will know that. <laughs> no, no. Hello, will. George. Hello, George. So George Good morning. is our Tuesday guy. He's filling in for Tim, who's apparently on vacation or had the day off for some reason. He's up in the races in yeah, New Hampshire. He went to the races. Loudon. Mm. Oh, yeah. nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope he's having a good time. Uh, but if anybody wants to call us, George can get us through 781-837-4900. 781-837-4900. Don't be shy. Yeah, exactly. Don't be shy. We're here. And if you have any questions about this topic or any other real estate topic, we are the people for you today, for sure. Uh, and you can also go on Facebook. We're on Boston Connect and all of our Connect pages, Pembroke Connect, Marshfield Connect, Situate Connect, all those pages. Uh, you can throw us a message through there as well. Okay, so listing the property. So that definitely, you know, is one part. Then showing the house and inviting strangers into your home. It, it has to be awkward, and I know that I, I'm not going to get into details, but you shared a, a situation with me off yeah. air today mm-hmm. um, about a situation that I am not happy about as no, a broker. No, I wasn't either. And I'm going to be calling the broker of that other company today mm-hmm. and ask why their agent did what they did last night when it came time for a showing. Mm-hmm. Nothing was stolen, so I don't want anybody to think that it was that far, but you know, it was something that you know is not the procedure of how things yeah. are generally done there's a reason why we do things a certain way because it works and it's ethical and it's you know law abiding (laughs) and there's a you know there's sometimes things that don't really go the way that it should go and people should be called out for that yeah absolutely and you know I will I'm on that one like a haunt it right after this yeah Um, yeah so showing the house it definitely can you know be it can have emotions attached to that. And two, for all those people, if you have the ring doorbell, if you have, first of all, you have to disclose if you're listening to people, if you're watching people, right? We have to let people know that they're under surveillance. Do yourself a favor. Don't listen. Nobody wants yeah. to hear like something that somebody potentially doesn't like about your house. Like I'm sure when people come into my house, they would say, "Oh, well, this kitchen is so narrow. I really don't like it." Yeah. Like, would it hurt my feelings? Well, it wouldn't hurt my feelings because I really give a hoot because I'm not moving. But you know, don't do that to yourself, right? Yeah. Um, there was a, there's another thing. So we use um, 
it was brought to my attention that they had gotten feedback, um, and the agent who had shown the house had left some pretty, I would say, nasty comments mm-hmm. um, about a particular property, and it was just like it made the the seller feel really uh, like sad and uncomfortable about it. It's like if you didn't like the house, just say you didn't like the house. You didn't have to like go on a rant about mm. like. Certain yeah, things but you that know are... what? I, I have to. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that that was hurtful to the seller. Yeah. But as a listing agent, I say thank you for saying it. And yeah. The reason if why, it's true. If it's in this true, case, yeah. it wasn't. Okay. But yeah. yeah. If it, if it's true, then I think that it should be said because you know if I go into somebody's home and I say you know there definitely is an odor of dogs in this house. Yeah. They sometimes look at me like, all right, well, I'm not going to believe you, but if you have 10 showings and nine people say, you know, they didn't like the house and they passed on it because of the smell of the dogs, yeah. then they tend to listen a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. having that feedback, I can't make what's wrong right unless I have that feedback. Mm-hmm. Right. So how would you uh, write that wrong if it smells bad? <laughs> well, then we would have to do something about it. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, one time I had a situation where the house, did, and this is why I am a fanatic about doing it at my house, and I bet you a lot of people don't do this, but I was in this one house, and it always smelled like dogs. And it was always, like, sort of in, like, one area. So I was like, all right, well, clearly this is where the dogs are, like, with the dog bowls and stuff like that. But it, like, really was so, so strong. I finally figured it out was that they had they had two dogs and the, the leashes, but they were big dogs. The leashes to the dogs, mm. or maybe it was three dogs, and the leashes to the dogs were hanging mm. right there. And I took a whiff of the leashes, and lo and behold, that's what it was. Mm. So I wash my dog's leashes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the boat when we were on vacation. I actually got them, like, rubber ones because they're in the water so much, and they mm. end up, you know, they get... Thank yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I took their cloth ones and, you know, I washed them. So um, little things like that I can fix, right? Yeah. All right. So the other thing, so that's negotiating the sale. That can be, honestly, I love the term that we have here, um, is fraught with um, tension. Because if somebody gives you an offer and it isn't what you're expecting, then your emotions tend to get a little bit higher mm-hmm. on that aspect of things too, right? Yeah. Yeah, because people don't want to think that their house isn't worth what they think it's worth, which is why we always encourage people to price it appropriately and within the parameters that we say we feel as if this is the actual market value. Yeah. Let the emotional value lift it up. Yeah. I mean, that's why you always give somebody a range, Mm -hmm. you know, and I always say, you know, it's always best to sort of be like in the mid or lower part of your range because... The potential for multiples is there, Mm -hmm. especially when you're, like, on the cusp of, like, a price point that people look for. Mm -hmm. Um, So the other one is the inspection process. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? And how do you think people sort of get a little bit worried about that or emotional? Um, So I I don't think that, you know, sellers don't want a home inspection on their house because they're hiding something. It's definitely... There, there is a certain market, or I don't necessarily think it's the market that we're in right now. With there's so many buyers and so many multiple offers, mm-hmm. um, and people are waiving their home inspections. But there is a time when people aren't, and they're having home inspections, and they sort of nitpick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely something that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, if someone does do an open or does do um, 
a home inspection and sort of does the whole like, oh, well, the floor creaks or like the door doesn't close all the way, then they'll be like, okay, really? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. You know, and I think too, a lot of times, and I've said this in the past when we've had shows specifically on home inspections, is certain items that come up. I think the person that's most surprised about that is generally the seller. So when, especially when you have somebody who takes such great care of their house and if they've been in it for many years and they've always taken care of all the mechanical issues and things, but then if something comes up about termites, generally speaking, the seller is the one that's most surprised. I'd have to say that termites is that thing that nobody nobody would ever keep them around, <laughs> right? Like, if yeah. they know about it, they're getting that one taken care of. So. Termites, mold. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the times, like, I mean, how often does somebody go into their attic? Not very often, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I went up in the attic yesterday for the first time since Christmas, <laughs> you know, okay. so. You guys have an attic? I thought you had everything here. in the basement. Oh, here. Um, they have an attic in the front of their house, but I've never been in that. Um, but, oh, you got panel over your seat. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes when the ventilation is not um, right from the bathroom or anything, there there could be mold up there. And mm-hmm. you, you just don't know unless you see it. But the home inspector will go and look and see it mm-hmm. um, I mean, or say, like, mold-like substance. And then you get a tested rubber. But that's something that... Um, you know, I feel like mold and termites are probably the two biggest things that mm-hmm. sellers aren't really prepared for. Yeah, and one of the things that I added in the agenda was that I think that people end up getting, like, sort of a sense of, like, failure if something does come up. Like, you know what I mean? Or maybe even some people might feel, like, a little guilty that they didn't know, or you know? Yeah. Well, okay, so take my home inspection, for example. So when I had yeah. a home inspection in December. That guy was a jack. Yeah, so, but that was, he had, like, pride of ownership, and I use that Mm -hmm. in quotations very loosely. He did a lot of work himself, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't good work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was not, and, and, you know, for instance, the deck was all rotted, had no footings, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, wood in the ground, it didn't even have, like, cement around it, like, it just, and it was attached to, like, it was attached to the natural siding, but the natural siding was also rotted. So, like, the whole thing needed to be come down. That was brought to the attention of both the listing agent and the the seller. And the response was, well, I had it inspected when I built it 10 years ago. So you built a deck 10 years ago wrong, and you haven't maintained it. Well, and here's the thing. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. Okay. Because a, That's great. a deck should last longer than 10 years. And the reason why the deck was coming down was because it wasn't done properly. Yeah. So it wasn't inspected. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Yeah. That's what I have to say. Don't lie yeah. to me. <laughs> well, my response was, okay, so it, it got inspected 10 years ago. It doesn't change the condition that it's in today. So what are you going to do about it? Um, so it was just very much like, oh, like a DIY type of situation. So I feel like that wasn't very... You know, it wasn't very shocking that it came up in a home inspection. I mean, it just wasn't done right. Um, Probably didn't have permits, probably didn't, um, wasn't inspected correctly. So um, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. So it wasn't a surprise. Yes, it wasn't a surprise. You knew what was going on there. All right. So the inspection process, the closing process, I think that that, you know, I'll tell you too is, you know, I had a closing yesterday and, um, 
it's interesting because generally you and Mary are doing all the paperwork for, you know, the closings and everything. And on this one, I took the lead while Mary was, you know, getting married and on her mini moon or whatever it's called. Um, And, you know, that whole process of I don't have my numbers yet. I don't know what I'm supposed to be bringing for a check. And how come I'm not going to find out until, you know, the morning of the closing? And, you know, I'd say that it's different now with the closing dates being so close. Like people are closing in 30 to 45 days. So I feel like the loan officers and the attorneys are working up until the very second that you're walking in the door for the closing. So um, I think that that's stressful because you're not exactly sure what your numbers are even at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, you should get the disclosure three days beforehand, Mm -hmm. but um, in certain circumstances, you're really not getting the full thing. Um, The other thing is is, um, handing over the keys and, you know, that final walkthrough. You want to talk about that a little bit? Um, What about it? What am I saying about it? How it can be emotional. Oh, yeah. Um, For the seller or the buyer. So I I suppose from a buyer's perspective, like, you know, especially if you're a first time homebuyer and you've never experienced this feeling before or experienced this day before, like it's emotional. Like, you know, finally you've, you know, done this and you might have been working towards it for a while. Um, If it's not your first home still, you might be have worked for this, um, you know, Mm -hmm. day and, um, you know, it, it all, no matter how easy or hard the process was, it's still, you know, a great and emotional day. And when you're handed the keys over and you said, okay, the house is yours, you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. That's why I always say to my buyer clients when I'm working with them, and I always say, you know, take your time, make the right decision for you. The worst feeling that you would ever have is that first night laying down in bed, looking up at the ceiling, saying, holy crapola, I cannot believe I bought this house. You don't want that feeling ever. Yeah. You want to go to bed nice and cozy and know that you made the right choice. But for the seller, I mean, that last day can be really really, really hard for them. I mean, it could be where they had their children, where they maybe where, you know, maybe they're selling their parents' house who both have deceased or, you know, a situation like that. So sometimes those emotions are yeah. wrapped around it as well. Well, it definitely, dep- it, it whatever brought you to selling your home will definitely dictate how your um, mm-hmm. closing day goes. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, you know, you brought up divorce earlier. Mm-hmm. So if it's not going well, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, for, if one has been living there and doesn't want to leave it, We've seen every situation, so where nothing really phases us anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've seen every good and bad scenario that's happened on closing day or final walkthrough day, um, and you know, it can be emotional for both the buyer and the seller if if the walkthrough is not going well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why we try to get ahead of anything that could possibly come up. If we know that the situation hasn't been going smoothly, we you know sort of. Mm-hmm. prepare for that and sort of give reminders and everything mm-hmm. like hey especially for the listing agent hey have you started moving like is there anything mm-hmm. I can do to help you do you have a moving truck are they coming in the morning coming in the afternoon oh we're closing in the morning we're closing in the afternoon because you know the the buyers are selling a house There's you're so literally many giving me stress right now and I'm not buying a house okay well again I'm trying to find a house so if anybody I'm just saying but like even for me who does this all the time and the way that you're wording it is it's true? Like, think about that. You like, just have to stressful. be prepared for every. Like, I don't know how anybody does it, but you know, we do it every day. <laughs> you got to be prepared for every single scenario, every single situation. Mm. 
you know, I had somebody ask me last night, you know, is this normal in real estate? They gave me, um, you know, a situation that they were involved in. Um, and I said, no, like, no, give me the information. I will handle it. I will make sure that that mm-hmm. it, it definitely gets taken care of. But, you know, you don't know unless you ask the question. Mm-hmm. And um, there's definitely a bunch of different scenarios. Like, it's, it's rare to what that person when we come up with something that we haven't already gone through. But mm-hmm. we get through that, too. <laughs> and one of the things, too, though, is I, I know that you had told me about this first thing this morning and you knew that I wouldn't be happy about it at all. You weren't happy about it as, you know, the director of operations here and the manager of everybody when the agent told you to. But it's it's interesting because the seller of that property has a really good relationship with our agent. Yeah. But yet she didn't want to bother him. Yeah. And it's never a bother. Yeah. It's I never. pretty much just said, you better be calling him Every single day, yeah. <laughs> Every single day, like just call and ask the question. You know? Yeah, it's never and I, a bother. Yeah, I told the agent today, and he was like, "What?" Yeah, and you know, he's taking care of it on his end. We'll take care of it on our end, and mm-hmm. you know, it'll be squashed and it yeah. won't happen again. It, it will but, never happen again. No, for sure. And, and it's another agent. It's not. It's not our. our agent. It's not agent. Our agent. We're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have the best agents. We yeah. really do. They're just so good, and I just love. Like I'm looking out the window, out our front door, and I can see all the people out there. I see my father's neighbor, the woman in the striped shirt. She lives above my father. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just seeing everybody out there and bringing the community together it just so warms my heart I it feels like I'm in Dorchester again like you know everybody my parents owned the corner store right near the church and people used to hang on the corner and just that's where social media began I did a I did a blog post on that so um, and Susan Solis I mean I gotta God yeah. love her she's yeah. here she comes right now there she is there she is right now Susan Solis is a full time real Solis. estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate and she is one of the best of the best and she is boogieing around out there Ooh, and, and she she's handing me 40 bucks. Yeah, wow. that's nice. Do you want to say hi to our listeners? You can just say hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and uh, Susan has a couple of listings that are currently under agreement, so uh, nothing to really promote. So, yeah, uh, she she's does. she's sold all of her inventory. And to, like, <laughs> I have this much trust in Susan that while, and again, I feel like I sort of vanished for a while because Mary, I love that Julia was calling it like the royal wedding. Oh, yeah. So Mary well, just I, we were we were both in it. So. Yeah, I know. So you were in it. She was obviously in it as the bride. And there was just a lot of moving pieces to it. And we had got new listings and, you know, I was taking care of a lot of different things and my family, blah, blah, blah. And I, I told Susan that I was planning on doing an open house the morning of Mary's wedding yeah. from 10 to 12 because I mean, the wedding wild. didn't start until like 430. And Mary told me not to be there until four. So and even though I was officiating it. <laughs> and I was talking to Susan about it and she's like, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> you are not doing that. You so, are not doing an open house. Uh, yeah, so, so, she, she, so Susan did it? Yeah, she, she jumped phone. right in and she's like, I will take care of that for you tomorrow mm. and I didn't have to think about a thing. Yeah. So thank you so much, Susan, for doing that. Yeah, so come down for the yard sale. Yes, yeah. come down for the yard yeah. sale. We're we here for another hour. We got some, still some goodies. Yeah, Ooh. perfect. Y'all yeah. come down. Y'all come down. Y'all come down now, you hear? Yeah. 
Susan is from Louisiana, <laughs> and I love that about her. Y'all come down now, you yeah. hear? Yeah, she's from New Orleans. And then the, so there's me and Susan and I should do a show, so she can talk with her southern accent, and I can yeah. talk. I'll I'll let flat out let Dorchester come out of me. Yes, yeah, we'll just have a. <laughs> she'll have, have our a, southern a, to- a southern charm. A, yeah, a show a, of accents. Showdown. Yeah. Showdown. 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 Yes, that's showdown. what we will do. So yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Guys. Thank you. You do a great job. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, it was really great of her to just like sort of jump in like that. So, um, yeah, we're only down to five minutes. So honestly, I think what we're going to do, Melissa, because the next part, I'll get into it a little bit. But Tuesday's show, we are going to continue on because, you know, we are talking about, you know, home is where the heart is. We're navigating the emotional journey of selling your home and the importance of having your team with you and helping you through this process is really, really important. I mean, there are so many aspects of things that you're going through. I mean, I have a couple of listings right now that, you know, you know, they have moved out of the house. We have assisted living situations Mm -hmm. in some of them and, you know, estate sales on another one. And it's really being there for our clients. And I'm not even, you know, before I used to say, if I say that out loud, people will think I'm hokey, but I'm just going to say it. When I say my prayers at night, I say, God, bring me people who need my help. I promise you, I will always take care of them. And guess what? Those people always find me. Yes, so, they do. Yeah. So we Here do. we are. And um, <laughs> yesterday, I just want to put a big uh, congratulations out to one of our neighbors. Um, he, um, I won't say his name on air because that's confidentiality, but one of our neighbors in the sun, he actually purchased a home yesterday. Mm-hmm. He, he posted it on Instagram, so I'm not speaking too much out of uh, school here. Uh, but I just wanted to congratulate him again. I'm super yeah. proud of him. And and you said what? First kid in the neighborhood? Yeah, first kid in the neighborhood first to buy a house. First kid in the neighborhood to so, buy a house. Yeah. So uh, anyways, the first one that I'm aware of. So let's just put it that way. So yeah. So <laughs> congratulations to him. And it was a pleasure to just be a small part of that next chapter of his life. So uh, congratulations on that to yeah. him. Yeah. And oh, I will give an example, though, of that. Um, he'll probably kill me for saying this but I doubt he's listening right now so um you know it is the emotional part of it and I was talking to his mom who I'm friends with and you know he is the same age as my Mackenzie and I went through this with Casey very much like Casey's room in my house is really like my guest room Mm because Casey's married yeah she's married and lives in the city with her her husband and dog yeah so but she still we have to call it Casey's room it's like that emotional attachment you know and Mackenzie's room has now become the basement room and not your office yeah no right so Mackenzie's room was then during COVID I made Mackenzie's bedroom my office yeah and Mackenzie's room went downstairs so um anyways so um, we were talking and you know his mom's like oh you know he was saying to her the other day oh you just have like four more sleeps and then you'll be in your own house so she did he didn't really like that too much so um Anyways, I was with him yesterday and for the closing. And I have to say a big thank you to uh, Emmanuel Ebot from Mark Stiles' office. He is my go-to attorney. He is wonderful. And Amy Masfarer, she, um, I referred her to the sellers. It was like my own home team. Mm-hmm. I also had Jasmine Glasgow from Maritime Mortgage there. Um, boy, if I could have every, 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 every closing, transaction, every transaction just have that team, it would be wonderful. But you know what? Join us on Tuesday. We'll 
we'll be back with George. Yeah, we're we'll going to talk about George. the I'll emotional, yeah, the yeah. emotional aspects of decluttering and yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, handling attachment will be our next episode. Yeah, and I'm being told that at 11:30 everything is free. 11:30 everything is free, so come down 19 Mattachusett Street, right across the street from Stop and Shop in Pembroke Center. 11:30 everything is free, so come and get it. Don't come miss it. it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Have a great weekend, everybody. I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you so let's make the most of this beautiful day since we're together we might as well say would you be mine could you be mine won't you be my neighbor won't you please won't you please please won't you be my neighbor (laughs) 